Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 1 John chapter 2 My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. We know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commands. Whoever says, I know Him, but does not do what He commands, is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys His word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know that we are in Him. Whoever claims to live in Him must live as Jesus did. Dear friends, I'm not writing to you a new command, but an old one, which you have had since the beginning. This old command is the message you have heard. Yet I am writing you a new command. Its truth is seen in Him and in you, because the darkness is passing and the true light is already shining. Anyone who claims to be in the light but hates a brother or sister is still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there is nothing in them to make them stumble. But anyone who hates a brother or sister is in the darkness and walks around in the darkness. They do not know where they are going because the darkness has blinded them. I am writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of His name. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know Him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I write to you, dear children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know Him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong, and the Word of God lives in you, and you have overcome the evil one. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of God lives forever. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now... Many antichrists have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you don't know the truth, but because you do know it and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son 
and in the Father. And this is what He promised us, eternal life. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from Him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as His anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you, remain in Him. And now, dear children, continue in Him, so that when He appears we may be confident and unashamed before Him at His coming. If you know that He is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of Him. John is not writing to perfect people, and I assume that I am not perfect, and I assume that uh, my assumption is that you're not perfect as well. But John writes that if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who he calls the righteous one. And so if you do sin, we have an advocate before the Father. And what is this word advocate? It is the word that means one who stands beside us, one who stands before the Father on our behalf, one who speaks for us. Some have likened it to the idea of an attorney pleading our case before the Father. And the one who pleads our case is the one who paid the penalty for our sins and transgressions, Jesus Christ. John goes on to write in verse 2, Jesus is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. So Jesus died for everyone. Sadly, not everyone receives the atoning sacrifice of Jesus, but Jesus died to redeem the whole world, to make it possible for the whole world to be redeemed by his blood, by his sacrifice for sin. Our responsibility is only to accept the shed blood of Jesus Christ and the atoning sacrifice that he made. He made the sacrifice in the hope that none should perish. Sadly, some choose to reject his sacrifice. John goes on to ask the question in different ways, how saved are we? He writes, We know that we have come to him if we keep his commands. And so John says, we know that we belong to Christ if we live currently by the words that Jesus taught. If we live by his commands, we know that we have come to him and we're saved. He goes on to say, whoever claims I know him but does not do what he commands is a liar and the truth is not in that person. So if you know Christians who claim to be Christians and yet they live contrary to the words of Jesus Christ, John says those people don't know him and they're liars. Uh, He writes, if anyone obeys Jesus' word, the love for God is truly made complete in them. Conversely, we can assume if you do not obey his word, then the love for God is not made complete in them or in, in you or in us. He says, this is how we know we're in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. Now, that's a tall order, friends. John is not claiming that we are perfect as Jesus was perfect, but we live in the same type of life that Jesus taught his disciples and by extension taught each of us to live. We live by the precepts of the new covenant, those things that Jesus pointed us to as patterns for our lives. And John says that anybody that obeys the teachings of Christ, obeys his word, uh, shows love for God. The love for God is truly made manifest in them. I've said before, and I, I assume I'll say many times in the future, that the love language of God from us is our obedience. In other words, if you've ever asked yourself the question, how does God receive love from you? 
The answer is by your obedience to the words of Jesus Christ. And so every time we obey the Word of God as opposed to our own desires, we're showing love for God. Conversely, every time we follow our own desires that are in rebellion or opposition to the Word of God, we're showing a disrespect and a disregard for God and a love of self. We need to deal with these things, friend, as they are written. The words of John are included in this passage for our instruction so that we can grow up and not be immature believers for all of our lives. John writes, If anyone claims to be in the light but hates their brother or sister, they're still in the darkness. Anyone who loves their brother and sister lives in the light, and there's nothing in them to make them stumble. So we're to have a careful regard for other Christians, brothers and sisters. We're not to love this world. He writes, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love for the Father is not in them. By this, he means we're not to love the ways of the world, the things that people seek for in this life. You know, expressions like, he who dies with the most toys wins. That's a worldly expression. The expression, whatever feels good, do it. That's a worldly expression. That's not a biblical principle. Whoever lives by these principles and expressions uh, is loving the world and not loving God the Father. We're not to live by these standards. John gives us three basic categories for all sin issues in verse 16. This is very interesting. I want you to pay attention. He says, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, that's category number one, The lust of the eyes, that's category number two, and the pride of life, that's category number three. These things come not from the Father, but from the world. In other words, worldliness, he's defining it for us with these three categories. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. What's the lust of the flesh? Things that feel good to you. What's the lust of the eyes? Things that look good to you. What's the pride of life? Things that make you feel good. Uh, exalted. Some might say self-esteem, which is highly regarded in our culture, the pride of life. There is a healthy form of self-esteem, and there's a definite unhealthy form of self-esteem, which exalts man against the knowledge of God or above the knowledge of God. These three things, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, are the basis for all sin and all rebellion from God. We need to pay special attention to 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. We need to be guarded against these things. John goes on to give us a final uh, instruction about a topic that's in hot debate. Whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ, such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and Son. So what's the definition of Antichrist? Whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ or the Messiah, such a person is by definition the Antichrist. He goes on to say, no one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. So to have a relationship with God the Father, you must acknowledge that Jesus is the Messiah and the Son of God. You must continue to serve Jesus until he comes. We must live holy as he is holy. So, Father, I pray that we would never deny that Jesus is the Messiah. I pray that we would never deny that Jesus is the Son of God. Lord, I ask that you would help those who acknowledge these things to grow in the grace and knowledge of God. Lord, help us to resist the three areas that are indicative of all sin, 
the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And Lord, if we fall and pray to these things, forgive us our sins and help us to live righteously. God, help us to live in love with our brothers and sisters. Help us to do what you command and reflect the love of God from within our lives by how we obey his word. Lord, we do love you. We ask you to be our advocate, Jesus, before our Heavenly Father, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.